All you gotta do is push down, scroll over, and you be lit. It go from hit to lit with one filter. And it's just a nose job. <laughs> That's what they call it. They call it the nose job filter. It's, it's, not, it's not called that. Is it really like your nose, though? That's... Uh -huh. No, it like contours everything and make everything smooth and clear. That's what that's what uh that's what my friend Brittany calls. She called the nose job filter. <laughs> Shouts to Brittany. So we are live on No Book Info. <laughs> hey Britt. She listens to us Facebook. Oh, that's what's up. What's up, Britt? We're talking about the the various filters that a filterologist yeah. must know in order to be the best of themselves on social media. <laughs> You know, so no uh, no shade, no shade. I'm just again collecting knowledge because I'm I'm new to this. You know, I'm new to the filter game. It's cool. I mean, listen, filters, filters, filters save the day, and they also men lie, they women lie, sometimes. filters lie. Guys be using filters too. Don't get it twisted. I don't think they do it to contour their skin. <laughs> contour their skin. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's happening. Well, anyway, there's no booking info. This your boy, Philip. Round tree. It's your girl Pre. Pre Pre Andretti. It's predestined. You know me. Uh what's a uh Prego de Barge right now? Yeah, that's that's, that's pre <laughs> So you got a drug habit too? <laughs> no. No. Mm -mm, I don't do drugs. Not the apple pie moonshine. I'm um I'm above the influence. Okay. All right. Listen, whatever you gotta tell yourself so you can sleep at night. Yeah, right. Y'all let me tell y'all he got me drinking this moonshine. <laughs> It, he poured it out of a container. It looked like windshield wiper fluid. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have accepted it, but you know, me being trusting. But it's, it's actually really, really good. It tastes like apple pie. It tastes like uh this apple pie stuff that I got down at the uh, IBC skating rink. Shout out to the ice skating down at the IBC skating rink. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is supposed to be a health and wellness and uplifting podcast. It is. Year. I guess you can. Your wellness can include a, a drink of an adult beverage. Yeah. Because Doctor Amber, Doctor Amber did say that. I'm thinking about giving up alcohol for Lent, but I already cut down a lot. Like I barely drink anymore, for real, for real. Are you Catholic? Is it Catholic or Christians? I, I'm. I, they come. I'll get confused. Both. Both. Oh, so they all celebrate Lent. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, what have you given up previously? Um, I've given up social media before, I've given up meat before, I've given up like carbs, bread, um, cursing, you know, you can give up anything, anything that's like a challenge for you, something that you're struggling with, that's like keeping you from getting closer to the Lord, that uh, you can give it up, you know, and in hopes of not just giving it up and then going right back into it, but hopefully you slow down or actually stop the behavior. I'm sure the Lord turned water into this apple pie <laughs> moonshine. I'm certain of it. He he would have been the head of the party if he brought this, even if he brought it with him, even if he didn't turn the water into wine, if he just brought this with him, like, yo, I don't know Peter, about Paul, go get that. You're not getting me into this. No, no. not at all. Mm -mm. Did you? I shouldn't have drank it in the first place. You had me try. <laughs> Jesus drank? Like, come on. I was trying. I mean, it's okay to drink. You just supposed to not be drunk. But you had me, uh, what, did you, what was I supposed to be doing? I was trying to do something. Oh, I was trying to listen in my headphones, but instead of listening in the headphone, I put my ear up to the mic. <laughs> and I was wondering why I couldn't hear nothing. Looking crazy out here. But what's going on? How was your weekend? Oh, look. Whoa, whoa. I'm taken aback by this. Yeah. 
Oh, That's what you got from your focus group. You need to start asking him about how his weekend went without him having mm-hmm. to. Okay. How was my weekend? My weekend was, it was, it was cool. I, um, my daughter had a track meet, so I was in, I was in Maryland. Um, so I had to wake up at, whenever you have to wake up really early in the morning, it's almost impossible to get sleep the night before. You think? Yeah, because I had to get up. I had to get up by three, and then you know meet them, and then drive to Maryland by three a.m. Because we had well, you to. Just didn't go to sleep. Exactly, exactly. And when I tried to go to sleep, it was it was uh, a failure. It was a failure. But um, she did well. Proud of my baby. She ran hard. Um, and, and this goes to part of the theme of the show, uh, as far as beef. beef. You know, beef. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we got Remy and Nikki, and we'll talk. We'll touch on that. But I had beef at the at the track and field event. Really? I had beef. Did With I, another parent? What did, did I tell you about it? You didn't tell me about it. I didn't tell it. you about it. So I don't really talk to you this weekend much. Okay. I usually hear from you. You must have been thotting and bopping. No, nah, I mean, listen, that was an all-day thing in Maryland. So it was like literally all day. Uh, so, yeah, so I got into it with another parent. Uh, so pretty much what happened was, you know, you're, you're at a sporting event. Like if your child goes, you, that's when you stand up. You want to see your child go. So my daughter's mother... She stood up, she went, you know, walked and was standing in the aisleway, and, you know, she came back to me, and she was like, yeah, the guy, the guy right there, he told the other guy on our team, like, people was recording, and so she said, well, I don't see anybody recording. Like, if you're going to say somebody recording, they can't see, then I don't see anybody recording. She's like, he, and the guy supposedly said, well, uh, well, they can't see. And so I guess it was it was harmless and left it alone, but it, it grinded my gears a little bit. Grinded my gears a little Wait, bit. Wait, so you're basically saying that she was in the way? That she was in the way and that they couldn't see. And so... Oh, so, well, reposition yourself. I'm watching my baby. And so I'm, I'm sitting there like, all right. So then somebody else from our, our squad came. Because, listen, it would be real contentious at these type of events. You know, people be fighting overseas. That's why we get there. As, the event didn't start till 8. No, it didn't start till nine, but you get there like six thirty, so you can you know get your seats and things like that. Uh, so I got another person, a parent on our team, did the same thing, and he, you know, he says something to them, and then he was making like little snide comments, and I could read lips very well, you know, I could read lips, I could see what you're saying. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, yo, I said, boy, it's not even called for, like all that, it's not even necessary. So he and I had exchange of words. Uh, so I'm like, you know what, you know, when my daughter come up again, I'm gonna come down there. You know what I mean? I'm gonna come down there. I'm gonna stand right there. And so I was like, all right. Then somebody from his team, uh, stood up. One of the parents stood up and was recording their child. Mm -hmm. So I said, so of course, you know, I'm antagonizing. Yo, you're not going to tell them, you're not going to tell your peoples to move out the way so y'all can see. Oh, I get it. So, so it was cool. It ended it at that. So then, so one of the coaches from their team came and talked to him. I guess to see if everything was all right. And so I said, "What's the problem?" I said, "Is it a problem?" He said, "Is it a problem?" So you know, we go that back. Is it a problem? I don't know who said it. You went in Maryland acting a fool. I don't know who said it. I don't know who said it. But somebody was like, "Y'all want to take that? Take that? Uh, go somewhere else and talk about that." In in my mind, it seemed like a good idea. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, yeah, no, come on, let's go have a conversation. Oh, no. 
And so apparently, so because I've never been in a fight in my life, so I was told never. So really? I was really, so I was told in the fighting world, if you say let's take this outside, <laughs> that you want to fight. <laughs> and so in my mind, I'm like, I just want to have a conversation, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm literally like, I want to have a conversation. So he, so I was like, all right, I got up. He's like, all right, yeah, we'll have a conversation. So I got up <laughs> and I walked up the steps, and he walked up behind me. And then I saw, saw his wife come up. And then I saw a lot of all the guys from his team walk up. And so I, so I'm trying to have a conversation with him. I put my, I, I, I put my, um, I put my arm on, on his shoulder because that's how I talk to people when I'm out. You know, like regardless. You can't. No, space like that. Well, and he knocked my arm off, so I'm like, "Oh, dang! What's gonna happen?" You know what I mean? I'm thinking like, if I got, I'm gonna get somebody. I've never been in a fight, but I'm gonna get somebody. Oh my God. So, I mean, ultimately, it didn't. You know, I, I guess it didn't. Our team. So I'm sitting there talking to him. I just see all his people, and so supposedly for our team, they call out a code ten, right? When they call out code ten, that means Woody. See, Woody like six five, right? Mm-hmm. Six five, like like 250 so mm-hmm. i seen woody so i got cool i was cool then i saw one of the little coaches you know what i mean he's short but you know what i mean i know he get busy he you know what i mean so i'm like all right cool i felt a little yeah. better i felt a little better so then I, you know i was like you know what i was like you know what buddy because they didn't want to let us talk i just really wanted to have a conversation with him so he could understand my perspective and my point of view and vice versa so we can either agree to disagree or come to a, a mutual understanding and so ultimately, they wouldn't let us have that conversation because everybody was around, you know. And that's how I realized like a schoolyard. That's how people end up getting shot or people end up getting beat up because it's the outside people. You know what I mean? It's the pressure. So part of me was like, yo, you just got to punch him in the face. And then part of me was like, well, you know, I don't, you know, listen, I don't want to hurt my hand. You know, I got to type tomorrow. So we end up just agreeing to disagree. I'm like, listen, you know what? I'll let them know when you're on the steps. Like, you know what I mean? Just be mindful of who's around. Because it was No, that wasn't me. Well, you know what it was? It was... No. Because honestly, I would have been pissed too if somebody was... St- and I saw how they were... But st- they weren't recording. And he didn't say anything to the other parents. So why was it an issue for her? You know... No, that's corny. Sometimes... Nah. Sometimes... There you go. That's how you get shot. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how you get shot. Sometimes nah. you just got to be the bigger person, man. No. You got to be the she bigger... I'm not saying she did anything wrong, but sometimes you gotta just say okay and keep it moving. And then I would have been arrested in Maryland, Prince George's County. I should have punched mouth and I should have punched him in the face. Nah, so I mean it was it was cool. Violence is not the answer. Education is the key. We do not condone violence here on no booking info. Yeah, so I mean, so that was the highlight of my week. You shouldn't weekend. ask for a conversation if you wasn't trying to fight. Well, now I know we can't. I can't never ask for a conversation to go outside because now it's the it's the you know, the possibility. It could have went left. And then you won't touch him. Why would you touch me? I touch everybody. You shouldn't touch people if you're going to have a conversation. No, that's what you do, though. That's no, part, that's, that's not what you do. Like, you that's touch part, people. Listen, like, that's, that's violating somebody's personal space, especially because they already heated. Like, why do you think that I would want you to touch me? Like, don't touch me, dog. I disagree. I disagree, but because when you're in a loud environment, no, because I'm used to talking to people. Like if I do go to like a bar or something, and you got to talk to somebody, you put their arm on the yeah. shoulder, like you They're try. Your friends. And that's the thing. And I was trying to show him that I was non-threatening. Listen, oh, you know what I mean? It was non-threatening. Listen, you got a beard. You're always threatening. Listen, this is Black History you're Month. You're a black man with a beard. You're always threatening. It's Black History Month. Right. You know, I didn't want them to see too. And the the part that I was upset about was that. Because it started in front of the kids, 
but the kids didn't get to see us mediate the issue and, and see us come together, two black men who had a disagreement and saw us uh, settle our differences without any violence. Because all they, you know, many children, that's, that's all they see like is, too. yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, all they see is violence and how you settle things is about fighting and things like that. But no, I wish they would have saw that aspect of it. Y'all should have went back to the bleachers and shook hands. And hugged. No, why you gotta hug them for? You gotta do the bro hug. No, you don't gotta hug them. Shake hands. All right, cool. Bye. Well, I mean, listen, I'm still alive to this day, and that Scorpio stuff. What? Because I don't tolerate disrespect. That's 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 just no, but no, I don't tolerate disrespect. That's me in general. Well, that's fine. So, but I'm a believer in if I feel disrespected, having a conversation. So. Yeah, that's how that's adult. Yeah. You're mature. Yeah. You are a counselor. You speak through things. Yeah, I should have made a diss record. You should have made a diss record. Yeah. And that's the thing. I had just listened to Remy diss record too. Oh, like right frog, yeah. and it was hot in there. You know what I mean? So he made people angry. He made people angry. So yeah, so all those those factors going in, it was just a combustible situation, but luckily it wasn't. So that was my weekend. How about yours? I'm what you do? How was my weekend? Mm, well, it was great. We went out for Nabe's birthday. Hey, birthday sis. Well, it's a little late, but whatever. Um, oh, you know, some of my best girlfriends were in town this weekend. Shout out to La and Heather and Gabby. They like really just brought so much joy to my weekend. Like, Shout out to Gabby. So Where Gabby much from? Fun. She living in the bird. Mm-hmm. Oh. What's that mean? No, I thought she was local. Why would no? It makes sense now. Go ahead. What do you mean it makes sense? What makes sense? No, it make it just she's just cheerful. <laughs> We're all cheerful. Yeah, no, it's all what, my friends are cheerful. Are They're very happy, joyous people. That's Jovial. love. Shouts to Gab. Yeah. I gotta mention Gabby every episode just because Why? I don't know. <laughs> Man, I got, gonna beat you up. He listens to the show. No, she don't let him because you always see it out of pocket. Stuff. Always, always. <laughs> so she don't let him listen to it. Oh, he wouldn't. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good girlfriend. That's a good girlfriend. <laughs> you know, because why bring unnecessary drama? Exactly. You know, I'm not going. Clearly, I'm not going to fight him. Right. You know, you are unnecessary drama. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So, but yeah, we had a great time. We had a, um, a game night Saturday at Tim's house. Shout out to Tim. Love it, Doug. Um, yeah, and the whole school, I was there, like the original knapsack crew. Like, we used to call them knapsacks in college because Tim would come with like, a knapsack of alcohol. And it would just, it'd be a good time. Play drinking games, all that good stuff. You know, so it, it brought it back. It was nostalgic. So, yeah, we just hung out. We was like battle rapping at 3 a.m. back at my house. <laughs> it was fun. Good time. Great weekend. Amazing weekend. Uh, I, listen, it was great. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into these streets. See what they what they're talking about is. I gotta get a new chair, man. At some point, once I, once we get yeah, or a still or why can't I have that chair? You make me sit on the the hard metal church chair, and you got like the cushy reclining. Office chair. Because I'm the talent. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> and at the get-together, you know, we had like a little mini focus group too. And, you know, they made it seem like we were very equal. So, well, for real, bro, I'm the talent. That's what they said. 
Well, Noble Can Info will be looking for a new <laughs> co-host um, starting. No, no, nah, it's all love. Listen, it's all love. It's all love. You did that. So what's up? What's up with uh? What's the new streets? Let's start out with the the beef of the week. Nikki came out with a, a song with Gucci. Uh, I believe it's Love Me or something like that. And she had a couple words, and I didn't necessarily like if I when I listened to it, I didn't necessarily know that they were like shots specifically at Remy. But you know when somebody talking about you, and you know they talking about you. So I guess Remy heard it and she was like, oh, you want to talk about mothers. You know what that's from? No, I don't. It's from White Chicks. Okay, next. Um. <laughs> but whatever. So she heard it. She heard the subliminals or whatever. And she got on a track. Like real rat beef. Got on the tracks. And it was six whole minutes of brutal... Yeah, it, it just wasn't nice. You know what I mean? At, at the end of the day, it was just... If they say if you don't have nothing... dragged her, pulled her by her hair, kicked her, stomped on her. Yeah, it was... It was Windmill, all of this lyrically. It was rough. I listened to it probably about five times. The gunshot seemed real. It was... <laughs> she was in the, she was in the, the studio with her pistol. <laughs> you know, in, 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 the, in the grand scheme, when I when I when I listen to it, in the grand scheme of things, it was harsh based on the words that were said. Right? It was harsh. It's in that, supposed to be. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, to a, to I a think tick. she might have taken it a little far. No, nah, we disagree, and we're going to talk about that. But just as, but just as far as like the flow, it wasn't. It, it just seemed like yo, I'm just going to air you out. Over a beat, I'm just talking over a beat. It it wasn't uh, that's musical. How Remy, that's how Remy rests. No, 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 no. She, no, she's. I mean, she's. Are always kind of like a little choppy. I've been a fan of Remy since I was in high school. So. But it just it just seemed like okay. I'm gonna say it, it's like the the Eminem clear and concise. She but it wasn't. But it was. But it wasn't clear and concise. You know, it just you seemed don't like think so? I disagree. Well, no, it was clear and concise, but it it was it was like she was rapping off the paper. You know, like I'm looking at it as I'm reading, and so it became no, annoying. It became annoying after a while because it was like she had to make sure. See, the thing about about you know when I think about classic, classic disc records. So classic disc records, I go to Ether. People mm-hmm. say Ether is one of the greatest mm-hmm. disc tracks of all time. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm an adult, older and getting older, it was all right. It, it was okay when I listen to Jay Z Takeover. That was more clever. That it was more clever. Uh, but it's but again, Ether was dope. Takeover was dope. My all time favorite. I don't know if you're cannabis second round knockout when he killed LL. But it yeah, you might be too young for that. So I'ma let the world know the truth. You don't want me to shine. You study my rhymes, then you lace your vocals after mine. That's a move. Something that a homo rapper would do. Like cannabis got cannabis went off. But it was still it was still. But you see, I could I, re, I could regurgitate that. I can I can recount that. You can't do that with Remy. You know what I mean? Because it was it wasn't like a song. It was just like mm, a, I can't agree. It's not that you're gonna go around rapping. Oh uh, no. Exactly. But I think a, a cla- but a classic rap record. Yeah, like Takeover, Ether, all these you know, uh disc records throughout history, you can still rap these songs. Yeah. You know, and so I just think she wants she really wanted to do harm. She was, she was being very personal. <laughs> she was I angry. I don't think it was for entertainment. It was girl. 
You trying it, you better sit down. Remy knew. I mean, Nikki knew. Nikki didn't say a peep. Nikki said stuff to everybody else but Remy. She was beefing with Trey on Twitter. That's so, that's so that's why I hate social media. That's social media beef. Could you imagine like what it would have been like if um Takeover and Ether came out when it was like social media? But I, but Jay and Oz wouldn't have been those type of people to to go out and no, it, they they wouldn't have to be those type of people. Social media takes on its own. Like they just need the content. And they run. Yeah, no, if, if they would run with it, but it still wouldn't have. Like it wouldn't be. Who came out with what first? It, I don't know. If take out. Take out. I can't remember. Take over was first, right? Yeah, it, it could have been. Either. But you know, I mean, Nas wouldn't have went out and started tweeting or anything like that and saying this. Nah, he like he did. He got back in the studio. All right, I'm gonna come after you. And Beanie and Jada kiss. Those were hurt or hurtful bars. You know what I mean? Like I thought Beanie was gonna kill him. Like that was. It, it, that was that was real. Like sheesh. You know, with this, it's just like Nikki not gonna say nothing. At this point, she can't say anything. And not saying nothing. The, the, is a monster. Well, not not even that. The window is closed. The window is Remy closed. Shot her best friend. You don't want power with somebody to shot their yes, best friend. Yes, you do. Because you want if you want parole, no, she's on parole. She don't care. She did the time. She know what it looked like. Oh, you think she want to go back? I'm sure she don't want to go back, but I'm sure she. No, if she no, pushed to that point, not at all. This is she's the, been there before. Nah, it's it's nothing. She shot her best friend. All right, that was seven years ago. I don't care if she shot her best friend. Right. I don't want problems with nobody that shot their best friend. If they shoot their best friend, what are you going to do? And they wasn't... They I, listen, with? I don't know the history. Shot her in her stomach twice. So people <laughs> get shot every day, B. <laughs> you, you shoot your best friend? No, she a savage. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, because once you get out, she's not, going, she's not going to go back over some, some hip-hop beef. You know, nobody's going to go back to jail over some... Hip- not, not somebody that's sane is going to go back... Over some hip hop beat. Well, Not after she. from New York. They be mad aggressive. She done had the miscarriage on loving hip hop, which I think if Nikki come out with a record, she needs to say, listen, she needs to say everything about the miscarriage. No, why she, would she ever do that? Why wouldn't she? That would, she would play herself. No, she wouldn't. Yes, she would. At this point, she would she, absolutely play herself because, yes, that's personal to Remy, but that's personal to so many women. So is the, the so exploding butts. Women. So is the exploding butts. Oh my God. But no, Remy. I mean, Nikki would be a fool to do that. Uh, listen, it's Beyonce no, went through a miscarriage. Beyonce okay. supposed to be her. It's no whatever. listen. It's no holes barred. And uh, once you take it to the level no, she took it to, wrong. so no, now, so now it's the etiquette. That's off limits. So now it's the etiquette. How is I it? Mean, a, there isn't an etiquette. And every if she did do it. She might get shot. No, sure. That might get her shot. Nah, she'll be all right. She has to though. That's the only. At this point, you. I have, mean, at this point, she just needs to not say nothing. Like. What I mean, that would be that would be the better thing, you know. Just it ignore. Like she's not though, but she's having a hard time anyway because you know they just released those pictures. Did you see the pictures they released with her and Future on the yacht or whatever, and like her butt is deflated. You didn't see it. I, I could care less about that. Like I never, I, mean, I, I never thought her butt was dope anyway. That's everybody else. And they just like took it back to like, you know, in the song where Remy was just like, uh, before the butt job, she was a SpongeBob. <laughs> I mean, I heard it. It's again, that's, I don't know. I don't take women rap serious anyway. So, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, yeah, it might be a gender oh, bias. Man. It might be a gender bias with my hip hop. With my hip hop, I like my hip hop strictly, strictly what? Strictly men. Rapping about nonsense. What do you mean? What does that even 
Because I'm not putting Remy or Nikki in my CD player. Why not? Or I'm and not. There's women that are lyricists. They may not be big or no, they may not be commercialized. They may not be branded the way Nicki Minaj is. But there are definitely women that are lyricists out here. I'm not saying that there's not. I'm saying for my preference, I'm not going to to listen to either one of them. Why? Because they're they're not saying anything that I can I can relate to. They say first they first they say the B word too many times, just like male rappers, which frustrates right. me. But that frustrates me even more when like a woman says the B word to another woman because y'all for some reason that's real popular in, in you guys' culture. You guys. When I say you guys, as far as women. Mm. Some, for some people, it's a time of endearment. What? And they say it to how? I, like how? And you justifying that? I'm not justifying. I'm just telling you what it is. I, mean, I was trying to find a picture to show you. Oh, I mean, I don't care about that picture. I don't, I don't mind. I don't want to see her deflated. But, but no, I, I just think it's a matter of it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. She won. That's life. Yeah. And move on. It'll, it'll be a non-story. I it think. actually charted. I mean, that's because people, Joe. People are Joe. It's It doesn't have to chart. It already charted. I know, but it was like number nine. What does that mean, though? It means that it's on the what is it on the billboard? Yeah. On the rap billboard? I mean, because again, it's again, it's it's just what it is. That's that's the the time. And I think that it's crazy that she actually got some of that information from Meek if she really did, which I do believe because he. Like, I mean, she said it. <laughs> like I talked to Meek at All Star Weekend. Yeah. She almost did everything, but said, "Listen, we were sitting there having a drink." She, you know, what I mean, in his hotel room, and then he told me this. It's. But I feel like what confirmed it is him sitting in his car listening to the part about him talking to Remy in his car. Let's playing it, listening, doing a video. Is I he, think that's that's so corny. Is it though? Maybe like that's a Philly guy thing to be corny after a breakup. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, and so I don't. I again. I think she was. It was inappropriate for the picture for Meek to be posted, and it's just a it's just a, a fact of the matter. He gonna feel some type of way about it. So at that point, that opens up the floodgates. Is, is it corny, regardless? Yeah. Yes, it's corny, regardless. But I still I understand it a little bit more. You take a picture with my arch enemy, like that's my arch enemy. He tried to kill my career. He tried to stop you and I from eating. You know what I mean? He tried to stop you and I from eating. And so now here you are. That's your that's your man's like that's your people's. That they they've been friends before. She that's cool. Was messing with Meek though, so what do you want her to do? I'm sure her and Meek. I mean, her and, and Drake were still friends while they were in a relationship. Listen again. If if we're on the same label. But that that doesn't mean anything. I mean, it was all, it, and I say that to say I'm not mad at him for, for uh. She didn't post a picture too. It was just Drake that posted. I it thought it was just him being being how he is. He's Drake is he's a, a petty dude. He is. He's a, he's a he crafty like from J Lo to you know to come at Diddy to you know what I mean balls is crafty with theirs. Yeah. You know so. It's it's just a. I'm not petty. I just speak the truth, man. <laughs> yes, I, you are petty. I speak the truth. I'm not on. Listen, when I when you I know you're petty though. When I get you on, proclaim to be petty. When I get on this on you're these airwaves, you not petty. I just speak the truth. You're not petty. I, there's possibly three petty bones in my body. It's a possibility. Your whole skeleton is petty. 
No, I, listen, I embrace it. I am who I am. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for doing You know, I am who I am. I'm not okay. malicious with it. You know, I'm not malicious with it, but we <laughs> we rolling. Let's yeah. let's keep the keep the party going. So we got um Viola Davis. She's the first black woman to win an Emmy, Oscar, and a Tony for um for acting. Um that was cool. Did you see her speech? Her speech was awesome. I didn't see I her like speech. I like how she like really uplifted the regular person. It resonated with me because of, you know, no booking info and that's who we do it for. The regular people. The regular you know? People. Shout out to Christina because she sent me what she told me to go look at. It. So yeah, it was dope. Um, and that goes into the whole. I mean, we all know the highlight of the Oscars was the the movie of the year. The movie of the year, and it going to La La Loopsy or whatever La-La it is, La La Land, and should have went the moonlight. And it just again, that was a mess. That was embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. How does that happen? Right. You know, how does that happen? Again, a moment... Supposedly... Um, they said they had the wrong card, yeah. right? Did anybody see the wrong card? Because when I saw the card, when the guy from La La Land held it up, it was pissed. Mm-hmm. And he was like... It said Moonlight. It did say Moonlight. So I, but uh, apparently, one of the accountants in the back gave them the backup card for um, best female actor or something like that and it was Emma Stone and it said La La Land at the bottom. I didn't know that accountants had anything to do with this stuff anyway. What's the first? PricewaterhouseCooper was like running things in the background. But yeah, they gave him the wrong card and that's why he handed it off so she could mess it up. Yeah. And you know, ended up being wrong which is crazy. Like, it's, it's very crazy, and it's, it's it's again. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it, you know, things happen. People make mistakes. You know, hopefully. But you see how it just kind of like went away. They like crucified Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Well, we know they didn't crucify Steve Harvey. We crucified Who's Steve Harvey. We black Twitter, really? black Instagram with the memes. No, I think we went. I think white people are more upset than black people. No. We weren't no, we weren't upset. <laughs> we crucified him though. We made a mockery of him for at least a week or two. <laughs> he was, <laughs> you know, he was so pretty mean worthy. Yeah, I didn't see why. I didn't go you turn know, on I Fox. We crucified him though. We just made him a joke. Like, we, we made everything a joke. Yeah, I mean that's one now, of now when he met with Trump, that was a whole other situation. Yeah, I ain't touching that. Yeah, I ain't touching that. But him. I feel like when he messed up on the with Mister Universe or whatever. I don't think we we like were angry at him. He just got played. No, it was, it was funny, and we take it and run <laughs> with it. Whatever we see, we take Make it. Make a meme out of anything. Uh, like, the internet is undefeated, man. Yeah, you never want to be the the butt of a meme. Never, never. I've been. I have a couple memes floating out there. Now you want to go viral? Uh, here we <laughs> go. Listen, you. I had this. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna talk about it. But uh oh. Uncle Barack out here looking like a snack. He glowed up. What's a snack? I hear that. What's a snack? Yeah. Something good. Something good that you want to eat. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, whatever you went to. It's 2017. <laughs> no, not like that. But just a snack. Like, mmm, yum. Looking, looking yummy. Yeah, I heard one of the snacks. Like, he done broke up with us and glowed up. He's our ex. He's basically our ex. Listen, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. He, I mean, listen, he's living life. Former president, he'll get some speaking engagements where he'll make 
you know, 250,000, 500,000 engagement, and he'll live off of that for the rest of his life, and, including the money he gets from being graduation, including the money he'll get from being president for the rest of his life. Yeah. You know, so have, does he get secret service for his life? He might. Cause I can't imagine. I mean, no, he been out, he like, been out here kind of reckless. Now. Yeah, he been out here reckless though on stage at Trinidad Carnival. <laughs> See, I was, you know what I, mean? like, I, I was like, yes, uncle, yes, get in my rack. He killed it, bro. He was somewhere. He he in, he in the mix. He be a mad mixy. Michelle, Michelle gonna let him live it, live it up for a little bit. Then she gonna be like, come sit down. You think he had a threesome before? Just, you ever think about that? Like, it's, it. was she though? No. Not knowing he's gonna be the president of the United Nizzy. States. Nizzy McGuire. Nah. Okay, listen. She's enough. <laughs> okay. It's never. There's no such thing as enough. I had a conversation with a homie today, and <laughs> is this the point where you're supposed to adamantly uh, shut me down? As the focus group said. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm saying you're wrong. No, it's, it's no such thing as, as enough. Yes, um, there is. No, it's not. Yes, also, there is. I'll tell you. Here we go. <laughs> Can I get my point out? No, it's, I don't think it is. I think what it is is we we settle for one person. We do. But ultimately, as, as human beings, we're being sexual beings that we are. If it was socially acceptable, we would have more than one partner. It's just a matter of fact. You could go back in history to the various cultures that have existed prior to. It That's wasn't dirty. It, because society tells you it's dirty. That's dirty. Because society tells you it's dirty. I believe it's dirty. Listen. For what? One person is enough. For you. Because that's how you've been conditioned to believe. Uh, you call it what you want. It's. The right thing. The right thing. Who's to say what the right thing is? I'm saying what the right thing is. For you. One man. One man for me. And I need to be the only one for him. Yeah. Cause, and that's it. Okay. Listen, good luck. Good luck. And I say good luck not to say that it's not going to happen. I say, it is going to happen. I say because a, a, man, a man's appetite. All men don't cheat. All men don't need not, multiple women. All men want multiple women. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. No. Listen. When they find the woman that they want to be with if the rest it, of their if lives, it, if they're it was, not worried about if it, was, if it was socially acceptable, all men do not want more than one woman. No, all men do, but no, they don't. Okay, do you know men? Yes. Uh, what what man do you know? The guy you that bought well, your shoes. You don't count. What? Oh, Jared! Shout out to my best friend Jared in L.A. Still don't understand why a man will buy a woman's shoes and they're multiple times and they're because just he loves me and he treats me great. And he was the first man that showed me how I'm supposed to be treated by a man. So, but it was, my dad it was, didn't do that. But it was straight platonic yes, the entire absolutely. time. Yep. And like I was saying, there's plenty of men out here that are fine with having one woman and not worried about I'm not saying that they're not okay they with it. They want to look. They look. That's fine. If given the opportunity. look at other men. Like, that's cool. But they can be satisfied and content with one woman. No, what I'm saying is societal influences impacts how we view sex, how we view relationships, and to, to how we've, we've changed over time. I'm, I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. It, it's to suppress these natural desires that, that exist. And so, again, I think all men, if it was socially acceptable. It's not. 
to you in the world you live in? Well, in Bree's world, it's not. <laughs> you having troubles here? Like, what's going on? We ain't, we ain't got no... There's pain shooting up my side. I don't know what's going on. I think I might be dying. What is this stuff you gave me? <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a magic potion. It's so I can kidnap you. Like, it won't get out. He trying to get... He really trying to have another co-host in here. I told him <laughs> I was the star one time, and now he really trying to get rid of me. So, I guess I guess to, to the point where, what do you say, trending on IG, does a man care more about the woman he lies to or the one he tells the truth? Kind of nonsense is that. It's a lot of yeah. nonsense. I saw it. It was a lot of nonsense that circulates on the internet. And y'all buy right in, whether it's Hurt Bay, whether it's, yes, y'all. Because, listen, this is you, because clearly you brought this up. <laughs> you, because you, you bring this up. And it's like, it's, who's even giving thought to that? Who's giving thought to, does a man care more about the woman he lies to or the one he tells the truth to? He cares about them both equally. <laughs> well, I would say he doesn't care about either of them. Again, it's secret flip a coin. You know, it's, it's subjective. That's subjective. So why would you say that he cared about them both? No, because if he cared about them both, he wouldn't be lying to either of them. The fact that you're lying to someone means that you have something to lie about. So you clearly don't care about either of Not, them. Again, that's what, that's what society tells you. And, and Here it is with society. Society tells me everything. It does. It does. Society <laughs> impacts and influences our, our how we I operate. I, can, I think pretty critically on my own. I can come. No, we've all own. listen. We've all been conditioned. Our condition has so been conditioned. You're conditioned to think that. He cares about both of them. My thing, listen, I've been that person. You know, listen, it's all, and yeah, and the per explain. and the person I lied to. Why did I lie to the person that I that I cared about? I lied to them because I wanted to protect them. I wanted them no, protect them. Protect them. You don't do anything that you have to lie. No, not, necessar that not necessarily. Not yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah. Listen, it, I, No, I just think I think that you know. First off, whoever brought it up was bored. They had to be bored that day. I think telling the truth is important. Early I didn't say telling the truth isn't important. But and I think people need to tell the truth more in relationships. No, listen, uh, telling the truth is overrated. And I'm gonna tell no. you, that you don't need to tell the truth about everything. That's the What's fact of the matter. No, you don't. You don't need to. And uh, we need to be able to receive the truth. Little white lies are a part of need to be a part of a relationship you can you, be tactful without being a liar listen some things aren't aren't if it's not gonna if it's not gonna impact you then why am i bringing it up why are we discussing it okay i'm not saying that you have to bring everything up but is if something's that, brought to you it, or then, if the question comes up or if the situation arises Yes, tell the truth. I was actually I read something earlier. Really so so, and it said when men and women punish each other for telling the truth, we reinforce the notion that lies are better. To be loving, we willingly hear each other's truth, and most important, we affirm the value of telling the truth. Lies may make people feel better, but they do not help them know love. Okay. Well, did you see? Um, oh, you said you didn't see it, but on Instagram, um, BET had posted a picture of like. Tank and Luke James and like the cast of New Edition and stuff like that and it had like the hashtag Black Boy Joy and Ja Rule had commented and he was like Black Boy Joy you don't call no grown man a boy 
um, this is disrespectful, BT, you should know better. And people were like dragging him. And it was just like, he was being extra to me. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with the, the Black Boy Joy, you know, movement or whatever. Like, I think it's dope that, you know, Black men are being highlighted, that they're not always angry, aggressive, and violent, and criminals, and this, that, and a third. Like, they are happy people. <laughs> Black men are happy. Black men have joy. Black men do things that make their family happy and the people around them happy and things like that. And they're they're seeing other lights besides what is, you know, depicted in the media and society and things like that. So I think he was corny for that. If we had like a donkey today, then I would kind of give it to him. <laughs> yeah. Because he reached. So, but it's the end of Black History Month. It is. It is. It, it is. is. Our month is done. We don't get a leap year. But I celebrate all year. Okay. I love being black. How was your Black History Month? Did you learn anything? Did you? Um, did you learn well, anything? I highlighted. New? Um, I highlighted like my aunt. Well, my great, great, great aunt Annie. She actually went to Temple. In like 1941, and I like posted her. Uh, oh yeah, like, I did see that. Her ID from Temple. I did so, see that. Yeah. So my family been Temple made for a long time. Yeah. And then um, also my great grandmother, there's like a um, housing in North Philly called the Gladys B. Jacobs uh, a Senior Living, and that's named after my great grandmother for like her tireless community work. Mm. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. What I what I saw was I saw some dope things. Uh, I saw like a lot of kids. I, I've seen the traditional Black History Month, the MLKs, the Rosa Parks. You were slaves, and then, then Harriet freed y'all. I've seen that, but then conversely, I've also seen where I've seen a couple kids doing projects on like dope people, like recent people, like a friend of mine. She said her nephew uh, was a Mary Baraka. Uh, another homie of mine, his daughter was like Zora Neale Hurston. Mm. So, it's, so you have them doing people who are expanding the horizon. Exactly. So it's not besides your the, besides Frederick, Rosa, Martin, uh, Malcolm, occasionally. You know, so it's it was a that was a good thing. That was something I noticed. And then what I started to recognize is, which I don't think gets a lot of pl uh, publicity. And I wish I would have thought about this at the beginning of the month. Uh. But a lot, I, I realize I know a lot of black men doing a lot of dope things. Yeah, for and, sure. And it doesn't get because right now it's the wave of the 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 black girl magic. It's a, it's a strong movement right now, and so I think lost in the shuffle is what the black boy joy. I think that gets lost. It's, it doesn't linger as long, and so uh, you know I, I see think it, it's starting to pick up steam a little bit. Black girl magic been out a little long. Yeah, but uh, but I but even Kids still, just coined the black boy joy, so it's just now starting to like you know kind of pick up steam. But I I've been seeing it a little more and more. But even that fell off, you know. So like his his Grammy award, he won that last week, and now it's just like we're okay. What's next? It's it's not. We don't celebrate each other enough, and I think that's what goes to the Oscars. It goes to the Grammys, and that's why when I see the I watch some of the NAACP Image Awards, and I just look at it as. You know, people were upset that Denzel didn't win, right? Mm -hmm. And so I didn't, I didn't see the other movies that say yeah, Denzel had to be crooked before, before he took it. Listen, I didn't see any of the other movies. I can't say whether he deserved to win or not. 
I did see Fences. I thought it was a great performance. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to sit here and say the sexual assault guy. What's his name? Uh, Casey Casey Affleck. You know, Ooh. Casey Affleck. He won. He the one who won Best Actor over Denzel. So you know, he's sexual is charged with sexual assault, and they settled out of court. I did hear about yeah, that. Yeah, and then the that. comparison between him and Nate Parker. Yeah, how? But again, what did we? We were the ones who killed Nate Parker. Ultimately. You know, we killed we killed Nate Parker, and so you know the other ethnicities they don't see it as such. So Casey Affleck come over, come out, you know, and he's he's uh, giving money to to whoever he allegedly sexually assaulted. You know, his movie still gets played. It's it's still in all theaters. Uh, people are still lauding his performance, but somehow we we just got to kill the whole person. You know, we got to kill the whole movement. We can't take pieces from it. Again, I'm, I don't. Nate Parker was found innocent. Again, I don't. I'm not here to argue his guilt or innocence. But again, it just goes back to my broader, my, my broader point of celebrating our own. That's why the importance of the NAACP Image Awards and you know other award shows where we can celebrate one another because that's ultimately what it is. So I know you're hurting over there. You know. You think you need to stand up? You need to take a, a TV time out? Mm-hmm. You need to take a... You sure? Mm-hmm. That's that Chick-fil-A you had. I'm resilient. <laughs> that, Yo. That's, my bad. That's, that's that Chick, you can't be eating Chick-fil-A off Roosevelt Boulevard. Why? What's wrong with it? Chick-fil-A is cool. It's in the same parking lot as Walmart. That Walmart, that's dusty. That Staples, that's dusty. That Chick-fil-A Home Depot, that's dusty. nothing to do with any of it. Okay. And it's not like my stomach. It's my side. I have like a pain going on my side. But anyways... But yeah, I definitely understand and I definitely agree um, that we do need to like take time out and really highlight each other. And I try to do that within my circles. Like if I know somebody that's doing something and um, like I can connect people or I can shout them out, I definitely do that. I feel like a lot of times people revere these celebrities and like people that they don't know. When they have people beside them that they speak to every day, that they're close with, that they don't, you know what I mean, push or cheer on the way that they should, you know? No, it's, it's, it's one of the reasons why, like, I'm not in group chat anymore, <laughs> you know? I'm not in group chat anymore because a, a lot of, like, granted, you can have feel whatever you feel, the deficiencies with the podcast or what have you, but it's just the fact of... of just uplifting somebody, you know, uplifting what they're doing, you know, show them love, you know, listen, appreciate what they're, what they're doing. Everything doesn't have to be super critical. That's one of the, you know, and it's, it's, it's deep, you know, the psychological issues are deep rooted. This goes back way beyond my lifetime, my generation, my mother's generation. This goes far back. Like we're so critical of, of, you know, for example, black owned businesses, right? Somebody has one experience with a black owned business and they go on post on Instagram or, or, uh, you know, Facebook or social media talking about the issues that, oh, this, that's why I don't do black owned business. They got to add it to. And it's just like, you had one experience in, in one business that wasn't to your liking, but now here you are, you know, um, coming at pretty much all of them but you don't do that with everybody else and so this goes into us being conditioned to to really condition to hate each other conditioned to to not support one another i know i get so frustrated it's like oh you got a you got a, a you from north philly and you got a t-shirt line and you charging 30 dollars, and it's just like but you go support you know gucci or or fendi or whoever 
who's charging $600 and is, they, they making a thousand percent profit, but you can't support the person. Why? Because you know them? Because you look like them? You know, it's like that Denzel meme. Yeah, we cool, but I don't work for free. And that's what people, that's the expectation. Mm -hmm. That's the expectation. I got a house across the street from me. I see nothing but, uh, I guess it's up for sale now. I see nothing but Asian guys going in and out, right? In and out, fixing the house up, fix it, you know, fixing it up. They probably going to sell it. Fix it up, sell it, sell it to another Asian person so they can have their own crib and, and bring family over so they can, you know, go in and do it. It's, it's just such a disconnect. You know, it's such a disconnect. And, I, and one of the things that frustrates me with this generation, I get irritated when I'm on social media and, you know, and I just see it. I see how, and again, I'm not going to act like I've always been woke. You know, I've all, I haven't always, I haven't been asleep. I don't think I've ever been asleep. You know, I might have been drowsy, you know, but now when you become woke and you start looking at these things and the impact that it's having. And yeah, is it costing me? Yeah, because I'll comment on somebody's joint like, like, yo, like I'll make a comment, you know, contradictory to what they're saying. It's like, oh, buzzkill. You know, it's like, nah, like it's we got to want more. Like, yo, my reporting game on Instagram is major now. Like I report people all the time. Are you I report, serious? yo, I report posts That's all. The, it's not though, because when like, you, what kind of post though? Because when you showing pics of a bull slapping somebody else in the face with a belt, oh or, yeah, no, I you know, or too. violence, or or, or pornography, or yeah, it's no. just like don't like don't share that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, it, why do you want to share that kind of stuff? You know, at the end of the day, the things that you listen to, the things that you see, like you may think that it's not a big deal, but it matters psychologically. Like you, you condition yourself to like a certain type of mind frame. Like it does something well, to you. It does something to your mood. It does something it, to the way you act. It does something to your attitude. It does things, and it desensitizes you to things like that as well. When that stuff's not okay, like why would you want? Why would you want to watch it? And why would you want to share it for other people to see it? Especially when it's making black people look crazy. Like fighting in the street and all that kind of stuff. Like, what what does that do? For, but, it's, it's for the laugh. It's for the like. It's for the like and for the laugh. And so it's something you know sadistic about that. It's it's like like people may have saw it on my Instagram, Phil underscore quadify Q U A D E F Y. I posted a, a video of Saul Williams talking about you know diet doesn't only have to do with what you eat. It has to do with what you intake on a daily basis. We're talking I about definitely. you know the people that you interact with. We're talking about the social media. We're talking about the television. We're we're talking about you know the music that we interact with. And so it's you know it's it's critical that we be mindful about what we're ingesting because again everything impacts us. Everything and we, we can't you know as much as we say no it doesn't you know it does it sticks with us and so it does for sure yeah but um I think that's even why it's more important with representation like we we talk about representation all the time and how important it is for um you know especially youth to see black men and black women in positions of power or in um, positions around them in their neighborhood. I was just talking to someone about, um, you know, schools and how, um, you know, in these predominantly black schools, you have these white teachers that don't really understand their plight or where they come from and things like that. 
And like when there are black men in the school, they're usually in some type of support staff role rather than like being the actual teacher. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an issue. I think there should be more of a push or, you know, I mean, initiative for black men to be in those teacher roles. Well, you know, it is. And and the name of the organization escapes me because I went to one of their one of their gatherings. But it is a, a big national push to get. Uh, more black males, you know, into teaching positions. Yeah, you definitely got to get the name of that organization for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll see before the end. I'll see if I can find it. But um, you know, it, because it's critical. It's critical. Again, this goes back to you know pre Brown versus the the Board of Education. Sure. You tend to learn better from the person who looks like you. Definitely. And but, so again, I see, and I feel like um, I feel like you can't really teach or care about somebody that you don't love you know or you don't have that certain love for like if if these kids fail it fails me you know what i'm saying yeah and i feel like there's a disconnect when there's white teachers like if these black kids fail it doesn't have any bearing or any you know impact on my life whatsoever so they're you know, with if they're if they excel or achieve, it doesn't it doesn't really bother them. No, no, I I completely agree, and that's because that's what I do on a daily basis. You know, I'm in the schools in the in the Norristown setting, and I'm just I'm taken aback every every day when I'm in there, and and you know trying to talk to teachers. I'm sitting there. I sat there with a student who's 12 and a, a grown teacher trying to mediate. Um, difficulties that are happening in the classroom setting. And he's saying, listen, when you yell at me, I shut down. And she's sitting there yelling at him, you know, right in front of me. And I'm saying, listen, are you are you listening to what he's saying? And you're, right. you're pointing out all the negatives. Well, what does he do in a pot? That's positive. Right. Listen, I'm not going to say excuse his behaviors. But what I'm saying is you there, there's a, a lack of understanding that takes place. And this goes deeper than that because we know they come out of school. A lot of teachers come out of school. They're not equipped to to work in these type of settings. I definitely uh, agree. A lot of them are scared of our kids. Yeah, a, a lot are scared and they allow anything to happen and then they just become, you know, they feel like they have to be authoritative in their approach mm-hmm. when, you know, the good the good Caucasian teachers that I do see, no, they, they're a little more... Um, understanding. They're a little more open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it goes to to where they come from too. Like a lot of these um, these teachers are coming from like what is it, Teach from America and, and programs like that, or trying to get loans forgiven. And they've come from these. Um, they've grown up in you know predominantly white areas. They've gone to predominantly white colleges, and then they get pushed into these um, you know underserved areas. Where it's predominantly black and they they don't have any experience. Some of them have never seen black people before in life. So all they have to go by is what they've seen in media or what they believe we are or what they expect us to be. And they have low expectations for our kids because they they just have low expectations for our kids. They don't think that we excel when that's not the thing. And if someone doesn't have expectations for you, what what's there to to make you excel if someone doesn't have those expectations like you're going to do well if they automatically think that you're you know you're you're born to fail or you're just here to be here or you can't learn or you're unable to retain information then 
What's the point? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, I was in an evaluation today for, for a few kids, and the psychologist was asking me what diagnosis, you know, do I think they should get? And it's just like, I mean, first, do the kids need the service? They may or may not. You know, but then we start throwing around words like conduct disorder, which are, those are major, you know, in the words, uh, in, in the world of, of psychology. Um, and it's just like, cause these are things where it's like your behavior is just so egregious where it's, it's probably, and I'm like, no, it's, it's is it egregious or it's, is it's, it just being mishandled? Well, I, I definitely think it's a, it's a, it's a layer of being, you know, a part, partly being mishandled and then a part of it. Listen, I, I don't, I don't, I advocate medication when the situation is necessary. Mm-hmm. And for some of the ones that I have listened, there's, there's no way they'll ever be successful because their brain is just wired different. And so, um, but you know, I'm not to say that they won't be successful, maybe just in a different way. It's, it's, approach. it, well, going the way that they're going without any type of intervention. Like when you, if you, if you decide to go, um, go without medication completely. Um, and again, I, I don't think it's just medication. I think diet plays a part. Like I know a kid that eats three bags of Takis, the hot tamale, whatever they, hot uh, no, they're called Takis. They're like super hot and to the point where like he's had stomach problems because that's all he eats for lunch. Like three kids. <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, so I definitely think diet has a lot to do with it as well. And, diet, and exercise. Sleep, exercise. Sleep exactly. major. Yeah. I, no, I, I definitely think. But you need to have strong, super strong structure in order for somebody to really come out of a situation who has like... Uh, you know, who, who does really legitimately have like an ADHD diagnosis where, you know, the hyperactivity, impulsivity, they just, they can't control. But in those type of settings, it's just not there. I actually read an article that said ADHD is a fluke, and I kind of believe it. Nah. It I feel like a lot of kids are just diagnosed with ADHD and they don't actually have it. Well, no, I have some kids who, who are diagnosed with it. They don't have it, but they have it so they could get somebody like me or or... You know, they get so they can have a support team who can offer them assistance. Now, some of the kids that I have, and there are parents that just want to check. I'm, I'm indeed, but I'm, for some of them, I have like I'm just I'm really like a big brother to them. You know, it's like listen, we're gonna go to the we go we they have issues, but it's not issues related to ADHD. So I have one kid, I take him to the library, and well, a couple kids actually take him to the library. And we just listen, we're gonna read this book. We're going to do this. We're going to do this reading activity on the computer because what this does is this boosts their esteem. So right. then when they're in school, they don't have to be wilding out because they're on a second grade level and they're in sixth grade. Right. And so granted, they have this ADHD diagnosis they really don't need. But in order to get me or somebody like me, they have to have it. So I just look at it as just par for the course. Like it's just a, a necessity. But it's things, but things like that follow them, though. Not, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, like having a, a psychiatric a diagnosis doesn't follow you unless you. The only way it really follows you if if you get three hundred two, if you get three hundred two, you get involuntary committed because then that follows you because you can't ever have a gun in that state. That's the only way it follows you. Or unless you try to get into like the FBI or something like that, then yeah, they make make it difficult to where you can't get in because they do a complete background check but having a mental health diagnosis doesn't follow you um you know nobody's going to look it up and and because they get first they can't without your permission so so yeah so now what kids know 
Like if if they like, diagnose, that's that's something that they know. Yeah, it's it's something that they know. And it may not be true, but it's something that they've been labeled with. Yeah, but uh, but again, as we talk about, we always talk about being resilient. Uh, a lot of them are resilient, and they but a lot of them do recognize that that their hyperactivity and impulsivity is is impacting them negatively. So when people say, "Oh, they don't have ADHD," uh, or, you know, it's just something that's given. When you look at the criteria, the criteria isn't necessarily saying that it's that it's severe. Like it has to be, oh, you have to be out of control. No, it's just saying you have to meet this certain criteria, which reality we all could meet in a particular month, two months, you know, span where we're just, you know, getting hyperactive. And we say, yeah, well, you know what, I, I do do this you know, more than three times a week or four times a week. Yeah, I do have all four of these things occurring. So, but the main thing is, uh, again, the majority of kids don't even worry about that. <laughs> like, they don't, they honestly, they they don't worry about that. Now, when it comes to, like, schooling and things like that, like, I, I was having, a, like, one of my kids, he's, uh, he turns 15 next week. He's an emotional support. He doesn't need to be an emotional support anymore. Um, but the thing is, like, we was talking today, he walked out of class because he wanted to go fight somebody. And I'm like, yo, I said, you need to look at the difference between you and somebody who's in regular ed. Like, you want to get into regular ed. That's your goal. You got regular ed classes, but you want to get out of emotional support. And so I'm like, listen, somebody in regular ed, they can do the same exact thing. They could get up. They could walk out. Uh, they could be pissed off. And they can want to fight fight somebody who says something about your mom. Right? And so they may get a detention. They may get a slap on the wrist. They may get a suspension. And then that's it. They go back to class and that's it. You, you do it with goals of getting out. It's to say, oh, that's why you're in that situation. That's why you're in emotional support. Same exact situation, but because you have that, in that case, that label on you, now you're making it that much more difficult. So that's why you got to be mindful. Yeah, you got to walk a much uh, uh, finer line mm-hmm. than somebody else who's already in a situation. That goes for all of us, you know? And, and, One and, way or another. Exactly. In, in any situation, we have more leeway than somebody else who's in a different situation. And so, I mean, ultimately, and then we, you know, I did find the name of it. It's called a BMEC, Black Male Educators Convening. Uh, again, they have events all the time. Uh, Sharif L. Makai, Vincent Cobb, they, they have events fairly regularly. You um, said Black Men... Black black male educators convening. Gotcha. So, yeah, and so they again they they do a lot about you know again engaging black teachers and, and especially black male teachers honoring them for the work that they do. I was looking at a stat. I think it was thirty thousand out of thirty four thousand kids, and I believe it was Alabama uh, who had failed. Thirty thousand of them were black. Oh wow. Yeah, and it was just like That's crazy. Crazy crazy and so you know we're looking at it's problematic it's probably it's, it's very much so problematic and i don't know how much is going to change with you know the, the power shift that's happening well you know i i saw something and i was like actually thinking about it like last week or whatever you know with everything that's going on like i'm already starting to see a shift and it's like right now i see a shift where Black people are creating more, and that's as far as arts 
any kind of content, just creating more spaces, creating more content, creating just understanding and knowing that it's a time and we've arrived at the time where we can't ask for things. We have to create our own. We have to have our own if we want to be heard, if we want to be acknowledged, acknowledged, if we want to be rewarded, if we want to have the things that we know that we deserve, that we know we can have, if we really want, you know, our knowledge and our skills to be realized to their full potentials, we have to do it on our own. And I feel like a lot of people are waking up and realizing that and they're creating the spaces and the opportunities and the resources to, you know, do those things. So, I mean, but we were talking about this when, you know, he was running for president. It was going to push us to a place where we had no choice but to get on board and support each other and support ourselves. That's what I said. That's the best thing that could have came out of this, the fact that we got to band together. We either going to, you know, band together or we're going to fall apart. And so we got to make that decision. You got to make a decision to execute. That's all. I got to make a decision to do better, to want better. So it's, it's no, again, we look at Remy and we look at Nikki and it's just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But in reality, it's just like, all right, man, we don't need that right now. You know what I mean? Like, yo, sure. like, like, yo we don't need that right now. Y'all need to relax. Go, somebody go sit down. Go get on each other's track. I mean, track. Nikki people should have already been on Remy people's phone and apologizing. No, let's just, Kumbaya, let's make a track together. Not, uh, let's let's go have a conversation. Let's have a let's have a conversation. <laughs> let's go out and have or at a least at least wait four years. Wait till somebody else get in the <laughs> office, and then you know who's not going to have you know uh what what's her name Kellyanne mm-hmm. is that her name? Oh You'll yes. have her sitting on the couch like she's with a whole bunch of leaders of HBCU surrounding her. That was the worst visual. I swore it looked like a Brazzers. You didn't know what Brazzers was. <laughs> You know, Brazzers was. It does. It looked like the. It looks like a scene from a porno film. Oh my gosh! It did, and it was. It, I just felt. I just looked at it and just laughed. Just laughed because. But the it was, imagery, it was like, it, so much was wrong with it. it. It was first. I didn't know what they were there for, so I don't. I don't know the purpose and of it. I saw. Um, I actually saw a tweet. I don't know how true it is or not that. Um, whoever was there representing Hampton, they basically were saying like, "Yeah, we were there, but we weren't even really allowed to talk." So it's not even like there was dialogue. It seemed like it was just a photo op. That's just what you got to be mindful of, man. When you go in so there. it's like, we talking about, yeah, go ahead, sit at the table. But what, what sense is sitting at the table if you don't get to speak? <laughs> but that's when you got it. In my eyes, there's no such thing as going to a table and not being able to speak. You know, as if yeah, when, I, when, opportunity. when I look when I look at all of them. Saying, listen, we're gonna be heard. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be heard. I'm gonna get kicked out the White House. Right. You might kick me out. I might not be, ever be invited back. Right. But I'm gonna say what I gotta say. Exactly. And it might it might go through one end out the other. But I'm gonna say what it is that I gotta say. Get exactly. Exactly. So it's you know I I think you know again we have to continue to take steps back. We continue to take steps back. I mean, we might we might be going into another Renaissance. Another black renaissance. That might be where we're headed. I I, I don't think so because we. Think? I don't think we're supporting each other enough. 
feel like we're getting there. I feel like I've we're seen so... more and more people supporting black-owned businesses. I've seen more and more people sharing black-owned businesses. I've seen more and more black people starting businesses. I definitely think we're getting to a point where, you know, I know a lot of people that support black business. So, I mean, I definitely think we're getting there. Is it slow? Yes. Is it where it's supposed to be? No. But I definitely think that with, you know, encouragement, like, we have to be encouraging about it. You can't say that we're not going to get there. We have to believe that we'll, we'll get there. We have yeah. to encourage I'm, I'm us to get there. And I'm just saying that just based off of history, the last few years, the last 20 years that I can think of, I look at it as us becoming more and more fragmented. Do I think we've, we've made strides to come together? I, I think we've made strides, but I, I think, I honestly think social media is going to keep us apart. I think that stops the dialogue. I disagree. I think the dial it stops it can bring the, us together. Again, it's it'll bring us together like for a I've, week and then it'll separate I've us been, for three. I've been introduced to so much through social media. It's about how you use it, honestly. It's about what you you give yourself access to, what you want to see, and what you refuse to see. Like I know social media has I've. I've been introduced and I've met and I've seen people in businesses that I would never have access to or would never know about if I didn't have social media. I get it. Listen, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. hopeful. I'm extremely optimistic. Yeah, listen, I support it. I support it. It's anything that can make make our lives better and make... Because they say, oh, what was that? 105... No, 107.9, whatever it is. Tom Jordan, you make... Black America better, you make all of America better. Exactly. And so I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. So hopefully I, mm. I can meet Angela Rye or Issa Rae and I can propose. And it's like everything. I love Issa Rae. Did, did I? Did, did we you? didn't know you with Issa Rae. No, she I, reminds I, you of Rose. Go ahead. You can finish the show. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> what? You said I, it before. I, I didn't said. need that. I didn't need that right now. You didn't Because now what am I going to do? You gonna call her? I'm gonna text, text her. and her husband might answer. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. No, don't don't end your Black History Month like that. <laughs> I might as well, listen, listen. Don't you gotta go out with a bang. Don't end, don't end Black History Month like that. No, I really, I listen. I really, I, I don't know what it is. Like she, when you talk about somebody glowed up, mm-hmm. like her glow up is just crazy, and you could just see it. You know, you could. Listen, I, I respect it. I, I don't lust after you like I lust after her. Uh, please don't. No, don't, don't say it like I like me lusting after you is such a bad thing. Like, come on, dog. Like, not I'm not interested. <laughs> like, don't say it. I, I, I'm sh- I shot you down before you shooting me down. Tell me I'm not interested. What's up, Gabby? How you doing? <laughs> don't be there. I just say it because it's funny. It's just funny. It's funny. So, you are so much trouble. Do I? Yes, yeah, all the time. Scorpio life. Scorpio Love. Well, I'm done. I'm done talking. And so I appreciate you guys tuning well, I hope in. I y'all enjoyed y'all's um, Black History Month and continue to stay black. Is it March Women's History Blackness for the rest of the year? Is it March Women's History Month? Yes. Oh, Lord. What's that mean? I'm playing, I'm playing. Female, female History Month. Always drunk. Nah. So, well, it, check us out. No booking info. No underscore booking underscore info on Instagram. No booking info at uh, 16 at gmail for listener questions. Uh, check me out. It, uh, it's predestined. It's pre underscore destined on Instagram. And go ahead. I'm just regular Phil. 
underscore quadify q u a d e f y. I used to go to write that time. I did, I did. Check me out on that's on Instagram. You can check me out on Facebook, Philip P H I two L's I P. Only old people use Facebook. <laughs> MSW. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Quadify as well. You can put Quadify Phil in there. It should bring up some videos. I got some alright content on there. It's alright. It's alright. Yeah, talk about the grind and how the grind doesn't love you. Did you do another one? You ain't doing another one yet? No, no, no. I got the procrastination coming soon. Oh, you're procrastinating. As procrastinating, doing the procrastination. So, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Peace. Peace.